0: Have one more announcement. I have a very special announcement. Um, this is actually Pastor Appreciation Month. Yes, and as always, we love our pastors. And it's not just this month. We love to celebrate them. We love to celebrate them all year. But we are going to honor them on Pastor Appreciation Month. And uh, I don't think there's enough words to really describe what you guys do for us, for the church, for every single person. But we certainly tried. (laughs) So we have something special from some of our leaders and your staff um, to try to express that to you. So I hope you enjoy.
1: Hello, Pastor Mark and Pastor Pam. We want to take a moment to say thank you for all you both do at Harvest Bible Church. Pastoring a church is a hard job. Each week you pray, prepare sermons, kids' lessons, worship, and those are just a few of the things we know about. There are so many things that you do for us that we may never see. I just want to thank you both for your dedication to God and your service to Harvest Bible Church. No matter what is happening in culture around us, you are faithful to remind us about what God's Word says and who we are in Christ. Today, it's our turn to remind you that what you do matters and that you matter to us.
2: Hi, Pastor Mark, Pastor Pam. Just want to thank you guys for all you do. Pastor Mark... You have been such a blessing to me and my family. And I thank you. You are so dear to my heart. And Pastor Pam, I just love you dearly. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do, for your heart that you put into everything. And thank you for just being a blessing to Harvest Bible Church. Hey, Pastor
1: Mark, Pastor Pam. Uh, We just want to say happy pastor appreciation. And uh, we just want to say we're so thankful for everything that you do for us and for Harvest Bible Church. And we're so blessed to have you as our
0: pastors. And we love you and appreciate you both. Pastor Mark, thank you for the teachings you offer my family. We appreciate you so
2: much. I want to thank you, Pastor Mark, Pastor Pam, for being dedicated to God and to Harvest Bible Church and the congregation. I want to thank you for all that you do, all that you're planning to do, and all that you've done.
0: Hi, Pastor Mark and Pastor Pam, Charlene and Alex here to wish you Happy Pastors Appreciation Month. And we just are here to honor you and to acknowledge words can't explain everything that you guys have done for us you've been a shining example you've given us the word of god you haven't sugar-coated it or anything like that and we're just blessed to be a part of harvest bible church we thank you for all the opportunities that you give us to serve the church to be a part of the church and all the opportunities that we have and we wish you nothing but the best in your pastoral life and in your personal lives. And we just love you guys more than words could ever, ever express.
2: I wanna thank you guys too. I'm a, a man of not so many words. I'm not really good at this, but uh, I love you guys. And uh, I'm thankful for all that you have done for us, Pastor Mark. I know without you, I don't know where we would be. You you, you guided us, you led us, and uh, you continue to do so. we're real thankful for the church and um i'm just thankful to be a part of it hello pastor mark hello pastor
0: pam we just want to wish you a wonderful pastor appreciation month we want to express to you how much you mean to us how much we love and appreciate you your hard work doesn't go unnoticed you do so much for the church and for everyone you're truly selfless you put yourselves aside um our kids absolutely adore you both um, Ms. Pam, I love your heart for children. My kids absolutely love you, especially you when you give them candy at nine in the morning on a Sunday. Um, but not just that, you have taught them so much. We love you both.
1: You very much. Hey, Pastor Mark, Pastor Pam. We just want to let you know how much we appreciate and love you guys for all your hard work that you're doing, how you impacted our lives on a continuous basis, how you hold us up for prayer through thick and thin and through the valleys that we go through sometimes we know that you have our backs and we so love you the work you guys are doing the church and impacting everybody's uh, life and we know that the word that comes out of you guys mouths truly from the holy spirit and through god and we thank you for everything that you've done and continue to that we go all together
0: yes and we love you pastor pam and all the special things you do with the women. And the Children's Church, the new direction it's going with the great teachers you have on board. And we just love everything that you do for us and as women in the conferences and your new ideas and all the things that uh, Pastor Mark, you have him do. It's great. But we love you. We're with you to the end. And happy uh, Pastor Appreciation Month.
2: Again, for your dedication and your love for all of us.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Love you all. Yeah, we nice. love you.
0: We love you all. We love you. Yay. Say we love you. <laughs> I can't say it enough. I
2: love you guys. Happy Appreciation Month. One of these. Oh. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. No.
0: hope you feel uh, it was hard to watch because <laughs> it truly is how we feel and more so if you would like to join us on stage and everyone if you would please stand up and honor our lovely pastors Thank you for everything uh, that you do.
1: Everything. Uh, <laughs> thank, you. Uh, thank you, everybody. Give the microphone to her so she can say what I. <laughs>
2: uh, wow. Just sit down. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, sit, down, sit down.
1: Wow. Uh, thank you. What a surprise. What a I Totally took us off. (laughs) Totally took us off by surprise. Uh, Just very. That was a very special, very heartwarming. I mean, even to get uh, Leticia to submit to Sean, that was awesome. (laughs) Praise God! That probably made me cry the most. But (laughs) (laughs) you know, you guys are very, very special. These these three individuals and, and you know Crispin's on staff with us, he's our maintenance guy and without him, you know, I, I tell you it's amazing. And but these three and how, you know, we love what we do, we love you. Harvest Bible Church has been, you know, an amazing ride, it's been an, an amazing story. And through all of the things that have transpired and all the things that have taken place. You guys have been here and been with us, and then those of you that are new and those of you that have come alongside, and and God's raised us up for this time and for this hour. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it, it's such a wonderful, you know, feeling, it's such a wonderful joy to pastor of church of such wonderful people, yes. you know, we were just at a, a you know, a pastor's, Conference of fifteen over fifteen hundred pastors of a di- different kind of different different wow. camp, different denomination, different camps, all different, you know. And we were, you know, basically they they bad mouthed about how terrible California was <laughs> and anything good in California. And of course, then, then they said, "Is anybody here from California?" <laughs> And like five of us raised their hands. So, you know, because, you know, it, it was in the middle of the Midwest. It was about creationism. <laughs> and, it, you know, so, but it was so unique to see and be so appreciative, you know, in just talking to the pastors, talking to folks, be so appreciative of the folks that we have. You know, I, I, I thank God for you. I, I, we really do. And I thank God for your acceptance. Thank God that you put up with us. <laughs> Hallelujah. All of Pastor Pamela's crazy ideas. <laughs> wonderful things. Um, I, I thank you for that so much. And I, 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 I can't express uh, how I love you, you know, and, and uh, you know, i lay down my life for all of you. I mean, we would both lay down our lives for you. And, uh, and we are blessed. I mean, I'm blessed with such a great staff. I'm blessed with such a great board. And we're just blessed with such a great people. Yeah, you don't know that you're that good. Good. But when you come here, I think you're awesome. So don't change, you know. Get a little better for God. But, you know, hey. Uh, But we love you. We do. And so go ahead.
2: Thank you so much. We are, yeah, we were caught off guard. That was. (laughs) I'm glad I pulled two tissues earlier just to have there. I knew. But thank you uh, for your love and your words. They are just, though, you know, the older you get, words mean more to you. You know, then, then gifts or, um, you know, chocolate cake, which do we have? Okay. What? But words still mean more, but I was just checking. Okay, good. There is chocolate. We're good. You're we doubly blessed.
1: <laughs> I thought she gets flowers. These are mine. <laughs> I'll share the flowers if you share the chocolate. <laughs> I share. But I'll thank share. you so
2: much. Your like I said, your words, you know, um, even just not today, but all of you that come up and say things and encourage us, you know, as pastors, it means a lot. You know, sometimes you feel that you, you hope you're making an impact. You hope you're touching lives. We hope that what we're giving is what you need. And and we do. We seek the heart of God. God, what do you want to say this Sunday? What do you want to come forth? And we we really want God to use us as pastors to feed you, um, what he wants to give you. So, and we do love you so much and, um, everything we do, we do with all our hearts because we love you and we want to, uh, be together in heaven. Amen. have a harvest Bible church section.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And, and talk yeah that's yes california (laughs) but um but yeah that i we just we can't say enough about you guys you guys we're so proud of you just your your passion your um i mean 90 people i heard came you know that's with kids and teens and came on wednesday to learn more about the bible that just blesses us that you have such a hunger so thank you thank you for the beautiful accolades and the Chocolates and the flowers and just oh, for your
1: yeah. love. Wow! Thank you. I don't know what we're supposed to do now. Who's you doing your announcement or what? i um, was yeah. supposed to do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Another hug. laughs> oh, I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, you high Thank, you. Thank, you, buddy. Thank you, so much. Okay. okay. Here, I'll, take, I'll take your flowers and you can talk. Um, oh, you want
2: to put, put, put it on your desk? Or what do you do? Oh, you can just right there, All right, put it right there. Uh, wow, okay. <sighs> um, I just wanted to uh just share briefly about Wednesday. This Wednesday, I know last Wednesday you got to watch the movie. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed that movie. Yes. You know, it was, um, yeah, amen. Um, you know, Lucy. We at the Creation Museum. We were at this week. We got to see the bones. You know, it's not the actual bones. That's of course in a natural history museum. But, but the bones. You know that they have, um, that they found and said. You know, they tried to bring this evolution in. And you know, Lucy's the monkey. They say is part of our ancestry. And um, you saw that movie. But it's just. You know, it's it's so important for us to know as Christians you know, the truth, the foundation that we stand on. And Pastor Mark and I, we had such a great week this week, just really getting getting fired up for Wednesdays. And I just want to encourage you that if you've never come to this class before, please, uh, I just invite you to come. Why is it important that we come? You know, in this class, you will learn how to be a, a person who can share Christ with people. And, um, you're going to learn about, you know, about the foundations of our faith, but also how to share your faith. And it's not just going to, you know, get you more head knowledge. We want to be effective for the, for the gospel of Jesus Christ, each one of us in this room. And, um, and so you're going to, you're going to learn a lot about that. And, um, you know, it's just more than ever, we need to know our foundation and, um, And so I just invite you to come and please register, like she said, as soon as you can so we can have a head count. The palaces are going to make street tacos, beans, and rice. And if you had those before, they are amazing. So we will all see you then. God bless you. And thank you so much again. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, junior high. Junior high, you guys can go in high school. Is it just junior high today, right? Or is it high high school? And high school. Oh, school of the, oh, that's right. Junior high and high school today. Now we start it all. Oh, gosh, how do you follow all that? Ah, wow. Okay, let me gather my composure here. <laughs> ah, wow. You know, it's, many times you know when you you, you go and and the Bible says it's not good to compare yourselves among yourselves you know that we don't compare ourselves but uh, you know when I go to ministers no matter where I go when I go to different camps or wherever I go and hang out with different ministers and different things and ask them how they're doing especially pastors you know because everybody has their own war stories and you look around and want to see how they're doing and where's the joy you know where's the where's the peace and uh And I know my makeup. I may be a little bit different than most folks. I make them. I'm, you know, I'm Mister Positive, and I am. I understand that. I'm always up, and it's because I have a great church. Not because you don't have problems. Praise God! It just means that you know we know how to how to answer those problems. We know who God is. Amen. Amen. And uh, it's such a joy to to see and know um, that the Word of God works. And you know, we were at a conference that was giving us a lot of, lot of information, so much information, information and everything, trying to build a case of, of, so that we can have confidence, so that we can, you know, all this stuff in a natural way, which is really good, you know, to, to bring things in and to show things of why and how things work and all that kind of good. And I love that because, you know, most people out there, they're not going to believe you, uh, you know, just based on faith. Amen? But I'm so glad that we can put the natural and the supernatural come together as we know. The Spirit of God behind it and have a belief and have a faith in it that causes it to ignite. Amen. Man, I love the Holy Ghost. I love the Spirit of God. Amen. And I love all the facts. But I thank God, hallelujah, because when you look at, like I said, we looked at, you know, you look at the the boat, you look at all things, you see everything. And the ones say, well, how could they have... De-? You know what? The biggest thing is there's this big thing called God factor. Well, how does that happen? God. Well, how does that happen? God. Well, how can that do... God. Remember what Mary said when the angel appeared to her? Said, she said, how can this be? He said, Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is going to come on you. The Spirit of God. Amen. Aren't you glad for the confidence of your salvation? Amen. And and I think that's the thing that just reassures you as you look at things and you see the natural history of stuff. And like I said, we got to go to the Ark. We got to go to the you know uh, creation museum and see all that. And sheesh, in the Creation Museum. You got to read fifteen thousand pages. It's like nuts, you know. Everything is reading. So if you don't like to read, it won't be a good place to go. But if uh, it's a lot of good, no. I'm just you, know, you can go there. Just gonna, you just know, but you got if you want to know anything, you got to read read the you know. It's like you went through the whole New Testament. It was awesome, and the Old Testament. But uh, reason I share that is because. We have to have confidence and strength and not have this unending battle. We we win, guys. Did you know that? Amen. Did you read the back of the book? The back of the Bible says we win. So I want to just encourage you. I want to stir you up this morning. And the title of my message is The Confidence of Our Salvation. The confidence of our salvation is because of who we believe in. Paul said this in Timothy. He said, I know in whom I believe. Amen? He said, I know in whom I believe, and I've committed unto him that which he'll keep, and he's the one that's going to keep me. But I want to just get some attributes of God. There was a, there's a, a picture in the Creation Museum that talks about I am, and so I want to just share with you a little bit about who God is and stir you up and encourage you to keep going forward in the things of God because, yes, it looks like it's wrapping up, But glory to God, that means the glory of God is going to get stronger and stronger. The anointing of fire and the revival. People are going to run to you. If people haven't been running to you and asking why you're so happy and why you're full of joy or why you've got peace or why you've got these things, hallelujah, amen? Then then we're not close yet, amen? But we're going to have people running to you and and wanting to run to you, hallelujah, to find out the reason of the hope that's within you. So if you have your Bibles, go to John chapter 6. And I promise to get you out by noon. We're going we're gonna to be done. Not going to be long. Hallelujah. I'm just going to just hit you. Boom, boom, boom. So just hang on to your seats. Let's just go for this. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Because, you know, it just stirs you up to believe. Let's go. Let's do this. And because here's the thing, too. You know, we were there, and I don't know what the average age of the ministers was, but they were a little older. <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, I thought, okay, Lord you've got an army of folks in different areas, different things going on, and we've got, thank God for Cameron, thank God for uh, all these guys that are up here and the young that, that are having a heart for God, thank God for Brandon, thank God for all these young guys and young women that are just hungry for the things of God, you know, that's why it's like so exciting to see, hallelujah, you know, Harvest Bible Church is it's just an awesome church, we may not be 10,000, but we are a mighty army. Yeah. Hallelujah, we're an elite force, hallelujah. And I like that uh, He said that we'd have a, a place in heaven, Harvest Bible Church Corner, which we will. <laughs> hallelujah, I like that. That is a good thing. Here in, in, in John's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 32, I'm going to begin reading right there uh, and just share some truths with you. But one thing about it, and just know the confidence of our salvation is this, is that it's because Jesus said, I am this. And aren't you glad that he is what he says he is? He said, Jesus said this to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven, for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread. And he said, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. I know I skipped down to verse 48 there. <laughs> Jumped ahead of you there. Get you to think. But he said, I'm the bread of life. Aren't you glad you've got life on the inside of you? That you've got the life and the nature of God. Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. Now, he went on in this chapter. He said, you've got to eat my my flesh and drink my blood, and that freaked everybody out. You notice they did that. They all left. Everybody left except for the 12 disciples. And he said, are you going to leave too? He said, I'm not changing my message. I'm just going to tell you here's the truth. Are you going to leave too? And then Peter said, where are we going to go? You're the only one with the words of eternal life. He said, yeah, no, and I got you 12, and one of you is the devil. (laughs) Amen? Because he knew Judas Iscariot. The reason that the Lord was, but the Lord declared, He said, listen, we've got to take hold and realize that we've got to put on Christ. And we've got to taste and see that the Lord is good. David said it like this He said, return unto me the joy of my salvation. How much is so wonderful to know that we've got the bread of life, we've got life living, dwelling on the inside of us. It's us. did He gave it to us, He showed us. It is so wonderful. Incredibly wonderful of what God's given unto us. Amen. Not only did he say, go to turn in your Bibles to John chapter 8, let's look at verse 12. Hallelujah. We're just going to go through John here and look at what he said. Jesus said, I am this, I am that. Because this is what we have. Number one, we have life, we have the bread of life. Next thing he said, Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. How many of you know that we're the lights that we're going to let Jesus shine through? amen then jesus spoke to them again he's saying i am the light of verse 12 i am the light of the world he who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life aren't you glad you know the truth amen i'm so glad that jesus is the light and no man can come unto the father except jesus draw him with the holy spirit draw him you know so we're to give light out whether people come or they don't come isn't it amazing that Jesus, the Son of God, walked, taught, preached the gospel, shared, talked about himself, and nobody could believe in him except for those 12 disciples. And then there was people that could even believe, but they were afraid to believe because they were afraid because they loved the praises of men more than the praises of God. Amen? We see that he says, I'm the light of the world. Glory to God, aren't you glad that he said he's put that light in us so we can be a light to the world? And we've got to stand strong. We've got to declare. We've got to let the life and the nature of God flow forth out of us more now than ever before, you know, because we do live in an interesting time. You know, it's no longer, you know, preaching to the Jews. It's no longer preaching to those that have a consciousness of God. We're actually preaching to the Greeks. We're like, you know, in Acts chapter 17 when Peter, or not Peter, but when Paul went to Mars Hill. And he was listening to everybody, and he looked over here and he saw here's a here's a statue of the unknown god. They had all these gods. All he he said he gets up and says I want to talk to you about this one. I want to talk to you about the unknown god because you all are crazily superstitious. you know i, I want to talk to you about this god let me talk to you about this god let me talk to you about who he is this jesus who's the bread of life this jesus who's the light of the world amen he's the light of the world glory to god how do the, and when we see that let me talk to you about light and light shines in the darkness amen remember in isaiah chapter 9 verse 2 it says there was a light that came into the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not Amen? It talks about when Jesus came, there was a great light. Aren't you glad that when you got born again, when you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it changed everything in your life? When you found out that you were a sinner lost and you needed a Savior and God called you, brought you to himself, and you became a new creature in Christ, man, wasn't that special? And if it wasn't, you need, we need to get you special again. You need to understand what is this. It's the confidence of our salvation that's going to hold us steady. Because people are going to say, you're one of those. Or you're this. Oh, you mean you believe this? How can you believe that? I mean, that's great. They're going to tell you all the different things of why you're crazy to be a Christian. And you just smile. And they think, I think they're just too stupid to even know any better. And you just smile. They just say, it's too late. It's too late. I've already tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Amen? Hallelujah. And here's one of the biggest things that the world is doing right now is that they're telling you there's so many other gods out there. What God are you talking about? I mean, and that's true. They're all the same thing they were doing at Mars Hill. All these things, they were trying to do this and do all these different things. And so Paul said, no, let me tell you about the unknown God. Let me tell you about the one true God. Let me tell you that there's only one door to the one true God. Even there's only one door that's going to the, and that door is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's that door. He's that door. He's that door that takes place. In fact, in John 10, you know, verse nine, he says this. He said, "I am the door. If anyone enters in by me, he will say he will be saved, and will go in and out and find pasture." He goes on to say in verse ten, "The thief does not come but to steal, kill, and to destroy. But I've come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly." See, not only is he our bread, he's our sustenance, hallelujah. He's also the light of the world, and he's the light that shines in us. Amen? But glory to God, he's the door. And through Jesus, there's a ton of open doors. Aren't you glad that he opened the doors of heaven? That he made all of heaven's blessings be ours. That he blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Amen? That he opened the door, that it caused all of what heaven has to be able to come down to you and I. Amen. I'm so glad that I walked through that door. Amen. Hallelujah. But not only that, but he's the good shepherd. Aren't you glad that God's the one that's going to protect you and take hold of you? He's the good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He said in John 10 there, he said, I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for my sheep. He laid down his life for you and I. God gave his only son, his only begotten son for you and I. For you and I. You know, when you stir up the gift of God, when you realize that my life and God has drawn me to that God sought me, he wanted me, he loved me, he drew me to himself. I got born again because he wanted me. How did, he ran after me. Now I'm running after him. I'm still running and I'm just doing what I what he's called me to do because he's my good shepherd. He's the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't need anything. I don't want why? because he's my shepherd. And if I do anything, I go to him. Amen. He opens the door. He's the good shepherd. And he said he'd never leave. He's, he's going to protect me. He's not a hireling. Amen? He's not a hireling. You know, it's funny. I was asked by one of... We were sitting eating lunch, and one person asked me a question. They said, oh, do you pastor? I said, yeah, I pastor. They said, well, how long have you been pastoring at that church? And I said, 29 years. They said, at the same church? I said, yeah, the same church said, and even some of the same people, that's pretty scary, <laughs> amen, and they said, that's amazing, I said, I know, they haven't thrown me out yet, it's awesome, <laughs> amen, hallelujah, I mean, you know, when you, when you see these things, when you see it, it's like, oh, thank you, Lord, thank you, Father, hallelujah, Glory to God, Amen. I want I want to back up a little bit here, though. I want you to go to First Thessalonians chapter five, if you would, with me, because I want to talk a little bit about the light of the world. I just got a little excited there and started talking about other things. Because this is the scripture where the Lord just really brought me to, and and I know I'm, I'm reading out of the King James, but also I have my New Living Translation up here, and I'm going to read this one out of the New Living because uh, I really like it. Because when it talks about the light of the world, it says that. In Jesus there was light and there was life. And, and that light and that life was He lighted every man that came into the world. Amen. But in First Thessalonians chapter five, verses five and six, and then verse eight in the in the New Living Translation says this. It says, For you are all children of the light and of the day. We don't belong to darkness and night. Amen. So be on your guard, not asleep like others. Stay alert and be clear-headed. Aren't you glad you don't have to be cloudy? Aren't you glad that you don't have uh, to be confused? You don't have to be afraid, but you can have a clear head. But let us who live in the light be clear-headed, protected by the armor of faith and love, and wearing as a helmet, or as our helmet, the confidence of our salvation. Man, you ought to have it as a badge. I'm a child of God. I'm a Christian. Amen? Hallelujah. As a badge of courage, just as a badge of I'm living in the confidence of my salvation. Are you confident in your relationship with God? Are you confident in the things that God is doing? And what is it? Do you know that he's the bread of life? Do you know he's the light of the world? Do you know he's the door? Hallelujah, that you will be able to walk into all of the promises of God, amen? And that he's the good shepherd, that he's never gonna leave you, he's never gonna forsake you. You know, we sang that song, he won't. He won't, he's not ever gonna leave you, he won't leave you, he won't. He's always gonna be with you, amen? And in this time and in this hour, it's even being more greater, more wonderful, more awesome, more than anything else, it's gonna be awesome, hallelujah. But we've gotta have confidence in what we believe, and we gotta have tremendously more confidence in who we believe in. Yes. Amen? Yes. It's not so much because we may not know how to argue or to thank God we're learning and understanding apologetics, and Pastor Family's gonna be sharing and teaching, just as a, this is gonna be a great uh, class. Because it's about Noah, the Tower of Babel, all these things, and uh, it's going to be really cool. You guys are going to enjoy these next 10, 9 weeks, however long it is with the class on Wednesday night. It's going to be a fun. And uh, there's great knowledge, great things, but you're going to understand how great our God is. Yes. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Because not only when you, when, you, when you see this, all it is is getting the reassurance of, hey, it doesn't matter. I'm going to stand no matter what, and I'm going to see the salvation of the Lord. Remember what he said there in, in Ephesians? He said, having done all to stand, stand. Hallelujah. You know, when, when we woke up and heard and saw the things about Israel being attacked, and I thought, oh, boy. I mean, you know, it, it, I thought, okay, glory to God. that's 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 serious all the you know and the first thing you think of is, okay, Lord, are you coming? <laughs> hallelujah! I wasn't quite ready for that, but I'm ready. <laughs> Amen. But you begin to pray and you begin to say, okay, Lord, your grace, your mercy, Hallelujah. What's what's going to go on here? You know. And uh, I just got something this morning too from somebody that I know who's actually stranded in London, who was on their way to Israel that are not going to make it. <laughs> They're going to have to turn around and come back home because, you know, can't fly into Tel Aviv. if It's getting bombed. <laughs> Amen? And you don't think you want to be in there. You know, you don't know, be flying in a plane when somebody's trying to shoot rockets at you, right? I think I'd stay and do a vacation in London or just come back home. One of the two things there. Hallelujah. But, you know, we're just praying for them. Believe in God. Hallelujah. But when you see things like that, don't let it cause you to... Fear, let it cause you to look up. Hallelujah for your redemption's drawn nigh. It's just, Lord God, Lord, to help me to reach out and touch lives. Help me to serve you more. Why? Because you know Jesus went on to say in in, in John's Gospel chapter eleven. What did he tell Martha when he, when Lazarus there? He comes and he says, "Where is he?" And he says, "Martha, you know, do you believe that you know that I'm the resurrection and the life?" He said, well, "I know he's going to be raised up in the life." He said, "I am the resurrection and the life." I am the resurrection. Aren't you glad he said I'm resurrection life? That's the life that quickens you, that brings back the dead to life. Amen, that God's turning some things around, that God's bringing a culmination of some things. Because I do believe that. I do believe there's going to be a culmination of a lot. I do believe there's going to be a revival that's going to take place in pockets. It's going to take place here, because we're believing for that. Hallelujah. And But I also believe that there is going to be great chaos and also great darkness. But glory to God, God's hand, he's going to show himself mighty. Amen. He's going to show himself mighty How to, on our behalf in that. Why? Because we've got resurrection life. And then he went on in John chapter 14. What did he declare? He said, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Man, the greatest thing that I've enjoyed more than anything else in these last days, in all the stuff that's gone on in the last four years, 2020, 21, 22, and 23, is knowing the truth. Because we have so much error. Amen. So, well, what's the truth? This. That's why Jesus told, remember Jesus before Pilate, he said, My kingdom is the kingdom of truth. And of course, Pilate said, Well, what's truth? Jesus said, I am. <laughs> he said, I am the way. I, 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 I am the I'm truth. Amen. That's what he said. He said, Here, let me, let me show I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the truth. Isn't it glad to, you know the truth? People always like, "Well, how do you know that this is real? How do you know that you can't believe that?" See, that's the thing that we were just at. They want to get all the evidence to tell you why about creation. All these things here, but see, the wonderful thing is when you believe the Bible and you believe this is truth, it just tweaks the world. He says, "You actually believe that?" Yeah, I do actually. Believe that. It actually works. It actually brings things to pass. It actually, you know, when you let God reveal truth to you and let God, it actually brings peace. It brings joy in the midst of chaos. Amen. You see the hand of God. Why? Because he is the way. He is the truth and he is the life. Hallelujah. We ought to have some joy. Hallelujah. We ought to have some praise. We ought to have some fire on the inside of us. Because we see that day approaching. We see the yes, there's chaos. Yes, there's difficulty. Yes, there's all kinds of crazy things out there. But thank God we know the truth. We know what the Word of God says. Why? We've got the bread of life. Hallelujah. He says, I'm not going to hunger and I'm not going to thirst. He's never going to leave me. He's going to take care of me naturally. And he's really going to take care of me spiritually. Hallelujah. He's just stirring up my heart. Amen? We take home. Why? Why do we have the confidence of our salvation? Because you want me to tell you about my salvation? Hallelujah. It's in Jesus Christ. And he's the bread of life. So I'm always going to have substance. I'm always going to be blessed. I'm always going to. Because, see, I come to him. And so I neither thirst nor do I ever hunger. Amen. Remember what David said? I've been young and now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. Amen. I mean, I love to tell our story about Harvest Bible Church. I love to tell what God has done and all the things we did and then what he did in 2021 and turned around and said, I want you to stay. And he did what he did. You guys realize that we've done everything without taking up a special offering? Without doing a capital campaign? We've paid for everything. You paid three, almost $300,000 for a roof up there, 200000 for all the things we had to do with the pumps and the wells that's gone out. We've put over $300,000 into this facility this year. And we haven't asked you for a dime. He said, How come? Because God did it. You're doing it. Now we need like two and a half, three million over here. You're going to do it. It's okay. I'm not setting you up. Because, see, I truly believe that. I truly believe we're not going to have to do that. I believe you're just going to do it. God's going to do it. God's going to bless you. I I do, I'm just standing there going, God, I'm watching. I'm just going to stand You did this without me, so I'm going to watch you do some more. You did it without, you didn't ask my permission, you just did it. Right? I mean, we look at this and, you know, that's why our board meetings are fun. They didn't used to be fun. They were tough. They're fun. They're fun. Because you kind of go, okay, what's God doing today? He's doing this. Okay, this is awesome. Amen? Amen? says, well, how long is that going to last? I think till Jesus comes. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? I don't think Noah went around going, uh-oh, we got to go start asking some people for some lumber. We're going to have to go find some things. We're going to have to go do this. We're going to have to get some, some steel here. We're going to have to figure out this thing out. No, God said build a boat. When God tells you to do something, what God orders, he pays for Amen? I believe that with all my heart. I do believe that because I've experienced those things there. Hallelujah. But you know, also, Jesus went on to say in John chapter 15, he said, I am the vine. And if you want to keep surviving, you got to stay connected to the vine. He said, I am the vine, you know, and you're the branches. Never forget that you're the clay and he's the potter. Sometimes we try to switch places and say god you get on the table let me try to mold you into how i want you to be in my life. I mean you know that's not going to work. You're the clay, he's the potter. He's the vine, you're the branch. Fruit grows on the branches. Yes. Amen? Amen. And so you want to do that. You want to make it. He said that in John 15:7 he said if you abide in me and my words abide in you then you can ask what you will and it'll be done for you of my father which is in heaven. Amen. He said, but we gotta abide in the vine. We gotta stay connected to the vine. We gotta make sure that we're tied together to the vine. That we know that's why we can have confidence in this great salvation. It's because it is something, it's not something we do once, it's something that became a life giving thing for all of us. It became a relationship. Amen. We can always go back and taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. We can always go because we're tied to the vine. We stay connected to the vine. Hallelujah. We're gonna have fruit. We're going to have things that are going to produce in our lives. Amen? God's going to see to it that we're always going to be blessed. We're always going to have those things met. And God's going to see to it that the gospel goes forth. Amen? You say, well, how do you know that, Pastor? Well, because Jesus said so. Revelations. If you have your Bibles, turn to Revelations chapter 1. And we'll close on this. Get you out of here early. Amen? I, I skipped over 50 things, okay? Just because you guys all messed me up in the beginning, got me all emotional. (laughs) Got my whole train of thought all messed up. Just, you know, if it was a word, I'd say it was discombobulated. But uh, I'm not confused. (laughs) Hallelujah. Just got, you know, you got me in touch with that other side I don't like. I used to be stoic. I could not, I never touched that side. It was great. Hallelujah. Now you guys know how to press the buttons. It's not good. It's a bad deal. No, it's it's actually really cool, I guess. I guess. (laughs) Yeah, amen. (laughs) He said this I am the Alpha, verse eight. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Amen. Amen? And if you jump down to the 17th and 18th verse, let's read that. He said, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet as did. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, do not be afraid. I am the first. And the last, I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Hallelujah. He is the Alpha, he is the Omega, he is the beginning, and he is the end, and he's going to finish this thing, and we're going to finish our course. We're going to finish our race, and God's going to use us, hallelujah, to affect this place that we're at, and we're going to come out of here, and we're going to get to hear God say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, and we're going to have confidence in our salvation, why, because, hallelujah, he is the bread of life, he is the light of the world, and he's made up, he is the door that opens up everything that we have need of, glory to God, he is the resurrection and the life, amen, he's the good shepherd, Hallelujah. I'm so glad that he's laid down his life for you and for me. Amen. So wonderful. So awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you for his resurrection life. And thank you that he's the vine that we are going to stay connected to. And we are going to grow. And we're going to be fruitful. We are all going to be fruitful. And we're going to. And here's the thing, too. Our fruit is going to remain. And that's, 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 that's the word of the Lord for this morning is that our fruit is going to remain. It's not going to dry on the vine. It's not going to dry. But our fruit is going to remain so that people can come and eat the fruit thereof. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's going to produce life in them. It's going to produce life in them. Hallelujah. And I believe that with all of my heart because God's called us. He's raised us up. And the best... Believe it or not, for the church is yet to come. We're living in the finest hour, living in the best time, because the church can declare his glory, declare his truth. Yes, they're going to say, they're going to do, but God's divine protection, God's divine substance, God's going to provide, God's going to bless, and God's going to show off. So you better get ready. You say, well, I'm just going to watch and see. Yep, just make sure you come and see. Hallelujah. You want to make sure you get a front row seat. Hallelujah. Because God's about to show off. He's doing things. Miraculously, God's going to do the thing and we're going to see the hand of God in our life. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Lord, I've just exhorted them this morning just stirring up my heart. Thank you for these amazing, amazing, wonderful folks. They are so precious. Father, I love them dearly and you love them more. You love them so much more. You're so precious so wonderful father I don't know what everybody's been going through or what's taking place and I don't know the thoughts of everybody when they hear and see things going around the world but I do know that you've called us to peace I I do know that you've called us to run to you because you'll be our high tower you told us to run to you you'll be our safe haven you're our shepherd and Father I talk to the body of Christ I talk to the church because I'm a shepherd to the church but also Father we want to reach out and we want to see if there's a lost one if there's someone that's just floundering or someone that just needs someone to love and to take care and say no come come you can be a part of our flock you can be a part of your let us come and let's nurture you let us help you let us love you let us strengthen you and if you're supposed to be here and be a belong hey be here for the time and the season you are because we want to help you grow so father with our heads bowed our eyes closed because we're the body of Christ if there's anybody here under the sound of my voice or anybody watching oh father thank you for the, the, the our, our, our program that goes out and people watch and they get touched but father right now if there's anybody here that needs Jesus Christ to be the Lord of the, they're they're looking they're searching searching for truth God loves you Jesus loves you he died for you he's real it's a reality but you have to just believe in him because the Bible says that when you believe in him in your heart and you confess him with your mouth you shall be saved so if you say well I want to know how to do that well raise your hand and I'll pray with you I'll lead you in a prayer and we'll let Jesus you be born again hallelujah so if you're here and you say I need Jesus to be the Lord just raise your hand real high let me see that I always want to have an altar because you never want to assume. Never, never, never. We want people to be born again. We want people to know Jesus as their personal Savior. Same thing about we've had people you know, all, you know, give us comments and say, hey, I want to know Jesus. We get to lead them to the Lord. Amen. Father, I feel impressed to pray for Harvest Bible Church. Father, we are the body of Christ that you've called here for this moment, for this hour. Father you've placed your anointing upon us you have you've placed your blessing Father you've called us into the kingdom for such a time as this and you've brought each and every one that's here and each one doing their part Lord thank you Pastor Pam and I are so honored to be able to, to serve to serve these wonderful folks as shepherds Father thank you for their love this morning thank you for their love every day Thank you for their love all the time. They're so precious. We're so appreciated. Feel so loved. We want them to feel loved and know that we're here. That no matter what, we're always here. One for another. Lord, thank you for that. And thank you, Father, as as they go from these walls. They go out into a mission field out here. And there'll be those that'll come up alongside it and ask the reason of the hope that's within them. And they'll be able to share the love of Jesus with the lost and dying world. Father, that's our heart's desire. That's our heart's cry that they'll be able to do that. Thank you, Father, that we have confidence in our salvation. Hallelujah. So that our mind stays strong. And the reason we have confidence because of who you are. As the Apostle Paul said, I know in whom I believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have given unto him until that day. Father, we are persuaded in whom we believe. Thank you, Father. Because our salvation is in Jesus and we honor you for it now. And it's in Jesus name that we pray. Amen. And amen. You know, we're going to have our prayer team come. And if you need prayer for anything, these folks are awesome. They'll love on you. They'll pray with you. They'll believe God with you. Hallelujah. You know, it was, it was funny. We were on the plane flying and I'll tell you this one little thing. And, uh, Pastor Pam was there. And she said, you know, we're going out here. There's going to be thousands of, or, you know, we don't know how many, but he knew there's going to be over a thousand pastors. And she said, you know, I'd like to meet Ken Ham and get a picture with him. I said, well, that could be a little hard. I mean, he's the founder of the whole thing. That'd be like getting there if you didn't. I mean, I have no idea who he is. I mean, I know who he is, We know, but I said, and she said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to exercise my faith to do that. And uh, I said, Praise, so she did. And he taught the first session, and the crazy thing about it is is they said, hey, we're going to do something different today. He's going to go downstairs and meet with a few folks, first come, first serve, as fast as you can get down there you know, do this. And so we went, you know, we didn't actually rush down, but we went down, and uh, the crazy thing about it is there was two armed police officers, and they locked the door right behind us. So I was like, we made it. And... uh, got in there, and she got, you know, as you see, she put it on feet, and got to, I thought, I got to be careful, God's answering her prayers now, so, and she just smiles, I, said, I told you, I said, hey, I, I know we love you, it's all good, I'm sorry that I didn't have as much faith as you did, but it was really cool to see the hand of God, they didn't do that any other time, with any other speaker, with anything, and this was the very, and they didn't, that's it, we did it once. You know, he didn't meet with anybody else or anything. It was just a real unique, I thought, God did it just for her. I mean, and everybody else got blessed with it, but he did it just for her. <laughs> you know, because it was so weird. It, it, it really was. You know, it was just this, hey, we're going to do something. I just feel like, hey, if you want to, you know, it was just like, okay. So, and that's what he did. You know, so it was unique. So just, just guess what? God answers prayer. That's what I'm saying. That wasn't, you say, well, that, but it was something she just she said, that's the desire that I have. I'd like to see that happen. I said, okay. Uh, you know, God gives you the desires of your heart. Let's all stand up. Prayer team, come on down. I love all of you. God bless you, all of you watching. We'll see you on uh, next Sunday. God bless you.